Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan live session, which is, of course, your opportunity to, to do the planning uh, part of trading these markets. So this is where we, we're, we're, not, we're not making any trading decisions during the session. We're just looking at these markets. We're looking at market fundamentals, uh, risk sentiment, and also the technical opportunities. And we're just broadly wanting some sort of coherent view uh, to be able to... Um, to explain and, and then more importantly, look to trade um, effectively uh, when the opportunities arrive. So if we could start, of course, with a risk warning, just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. And just as a, an introduction, just for those of you that are perhaps new to this session, all for our profitable traders, no matter what your trading strategy is, you need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Now, there's so many to choose from. It, that can be, um, and it, it's quite a, it, it's a topic trade selection is a topic that we could talk about for hours in its own right so it, it does it is important because the last thing you want to be doing is trading the market where the big moves are happening elsewhere so it's really trying to identify where the best opportunities lie and look to trade them and that's really why we trade currencies for, um uh commodities and also global indices as well so we can pick cherry pick where the best opportunities lie because we can trade any market um we, we're not we don't have any barriers um, but we do trade the most liquid, most volatile markets out there that gives us the best opportunity um, based on relatively strong fundamentals, although that fundamental picture's been shifting, um, certainly since COVID. So where do we then enter these markets once we've decided which ones to trade? Where do we want to exit? Um, how do we manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? Uh, trade management as well. So when you... If you get into a series of winning trades, you know, what do you do at that point? What decisions do you have to make? And trading psychology as well, all, um, all important facets. So we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And uh, we're strong advocates of being consistent in, in our approach, um, accurate with the levels we use. And... Um, Discipline with our capital and, of course, being patient as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our, our Forex calendar. So um, we, if we just take a little step back, we, we've had intervention from central banks, of course, trying to stem the, 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 the liquidity issues that certain banks are facing. So we've had a bit of a banking crisis over the last couple of weeks. We've got um, inflation in the UK. Uh, peaking or pushing higher again, uh, which is a very worrying, worrying sign. Um, we, we heard from the FOMC with a, a 25 basis point rate hike and broadly a hawkish Fed, we would assume. Um, uh, but, you know, things can change pretty quickly. It seemed to have the, the, te the, the banking crisis a little bit more under control, although there's a lot of sort of confusing rhetoric coming from the Treasury, Janet Yelling, in terms of you know, who they're going to support is going to be sort of cherry picking which ones are, are going to be more systemic. If there's the risk of contagion, then they'll then they'll support it and, and do what needs to be done to, to support the bank and more broadly the banking sector. And they may choose to let other ones go. And that's going to be interesting because the next bank that goes, there's always traders out there thinking, right, well, which one's next? And that's going to be such a difficult one to forecast. So we need to be, we, we started to say from the beginning of the week, from the beginning of this year, that 
with interest rates pushing higher, it puts pressure on certain sectors and industries. Um, and the banking system is one of those, but we assumed it was a lot more resilient than actually what it is. Um, so we didn't really expect a, a banking crisis really in the last couple of weeks, but that's unfortunately what we saw. Uh, the Swiss National Bank uh, raised rates 50 basis points with furthermore rate hikes and the uh, BOE in light with their raising inflation, they want to focus on price stability and they're way off. So um, a 25 basis point rate hike there from the Bank of England. Um, uh, and, and really now today, our focus becomes about manufacturing and services data and there's this Euro summit as well uh, ongoing. So um, a strong focus will be the banking system, making sure that the Eurozone is uh, well capitalized, which it appears to be, and uh, seems to be outside of the, the, the issues with, with the banks that have risen to, you know, um, Silicon Valley Bank, for example, First Republic. Uh, we've always known about Credit Suisse issue over the last few years, and um, no major surprise there that they were taken over by UBS. So really it's a day of manufacturing and services. So really, what does that mean for these markets? And we're always looking for the deviation. Don't forget the, um, if I can bring it back up. We're looking for the, the deviation of these numbers. You can see below 50 represents contraction. That, that manufacturing industry in France, for example, is likely to contract. Whereas um, the French services is likely to be expanding. So above 50 represents expansion. So you can see that there's kind of up and down. The services seem to be performing well. Manufacturing, not so good. We've even got US similar situation services, you know, in in expansion or expected expansion. And manufacturing is, is, is still struggling somewhat. So, um, so let's bring up the charts then. So If we take a little step back and we just look at the S&P, for example, um, and we've just been talking about a banking crisis. See, S&P is no signs of any banking crisis whatsoever. A mild bit of sort of bearish angle to it, but really we can put a blanket over the last um, three months price action, potentially. So that's exactly what we'll do. Most of the price action has uh, been range bound trading inside broadly these ranges, these higher levels, 41, 41.50 perhaps, and uh, somewhere around the 37.50. So a three, 400 pip range. And this is really what's happened over the course of the banking crisis in the last two weeks. You know, broadly upside, isn't it? Um, so you know, 12, 13% of the S&P is made up of um, banking stocks. And um, it's a, the, the S&P 500 is 500 of uh, um, the largest uh, capitalized banks, uh, sorry, um, companies in the US. And it's a basket of those companies. And within those, you know, massive institutions, uh, you've got uh, 12, 13% roughly is, um, is, is a, a big global banks, big American banks or your Wall Street banks. So, um, and they're showing no major signs. In fact, they're probably broadly benefiting from, you know, concerns along the middle level, medium um, 
level banks and all those uh, community banks and things like that. So there's actually, you know, a bit of mild positivity, believe it or not, coming out over the course of the last two weeks. And you wouldn't have thought that that would have been, you know, the, the central bank and, and the, the, um, the treasury were very quick to, to make statements to put a bit of a floor under this market. And this is what they were concerned about. Now we, we are still, and if you look at yesterday's price action, it was, it was still a very, very strong rollover. So really we've got very choppy, you know, intraday price action uh, across the, the global industry markets. Similar price action, as you can see in the Dow Jones, we were looking at this yesterday. Um, and uh, on, on an hourly time frame, for example, this is your, this is your tech stock. This is your NASDAQ um, over the last, uh, since the 21st, so over the last, you know, for the majority of this week, we've not really achieved much and we would very much be looking for either a breakout above the monthly high or actually a solid rollover to the downside. We didn't quite get there yesterday. We were looking to see if we'd make this new new low and uh, we failed to do so and now they're reversing back. So, but we are still firmly in consolidation. So that's the most important takeaway. So, okay, let's wrap this up then. We're in a similar position where we're currently in, in the FTSE to the downside. So we're still in profit on that trade. And again, today we are looking for the rollover back to the downside. It seems like that's really what our trade seemed to focus on recently. Um, so as this, if this market rolls back over to the downside, we'd be looking to, to get involved in some of these trades. So our bias could certainly be a little bit more bearish, perhaps because of that. But we, we do have a big question mark over these markets. Yesterday, further upside before it rolled back over, there's, um, you know, we've got two or three daily lows down the bottom of these, this market. So uh, and we've had a couple of rejections to the upside. So perhaps when some selling does start to kick in, perhaps there's a little bit of a downside move to maybe $67, something like that. So maybe a $2 move in oil, potentially. Um, and this is what we're dealing with in gold. So um, again, it's, it's, quite, it's quite choppy. We are up at these higher levels. Now what we're seeing is the potential for a structural failure trade to the downside. Um, if we fail to make new highs, so these could be classified as lower highs. And will we get that kind of rollover? So we can probably position ourselves for a little bit of yen strength now. Um, it looks like we are seeing a little bit more yen strength. So let's look at that very carefully. And the dollar itself, it's not really giving us that much to work with. Um, dollar strength potentially across the board. So we can certainly have a look at dollar strength, but really the, the stronger market is for now um, the yen. So let's see if we can get into some yen trades. If you look at the euro dollar, we're just kind of potentially rolling over to the downside. So there's probably an opportunity to get into this uh, lower, but really um, the euro yen, pound yen, uh, are close to potentially good good opportunities but again like yesterday morning <clears throat> we do need to see uh on these markets on the smaller time frames uh, and that will allow us to position ourselves a little bit better um okay so market summary uh still broadly mixed but with further 
my risk on market conditions post to FOMC. Um, that has slightly shifted now a little bit. So we go with uh, mixed market conditions. So, but we're looking at mixed market conditions post FOMC. Um, So, so we're going to do um, so um, Okay, so that's what we're looking at. Mixed risk-off market conditions post FOMC. Uh, this is probably more more broadly. Um, potential indice weakness. Potential. Uh, in fact, we'll go for yen strength, and we'll look at potential dollar strength as well. Um, we've just got a series of economic data due out so we can um so that's really our, our trade plan for the day it seems a little bit a little bit bland doesn't it but um we want to go into each of these indice markets yen markets and dollar markets and see you know where the true opportunities may lie so that's really where we stand um We've got mixed stroke, perhaps uh, risk off market conditions post this FOMC. Potential indice weakness, <coughs> yen strength and potential dollar strength as well is, can, can really take off focus. So this can hopefully help with, um, with trade selection. Uh, we're probably still in this kind of hawkish Fed, higher rates, you know, with sticky inflation. Uh, we're probably still in this narrative but um this can this can change pretty quickly we've got the, the interesting dynamic now where bond yields are actually uh pushing lower now at this stage so there's definitely some um some concerns with aspects of these narratives at the moment so hopefully in time the narrative will 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 play itself out and, and it will become a little bit more self-evident at the minute that's really not the case so uh, any questions, feel free to post them, guys, as always. And we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12.45. So if you can join us for that, uh, you're very welcome. Uh, for more information, just go to thelivetrading.com and we're happy to uh, answer any questions you might have there. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.